Hey guys, this is Darkseid here at Vital MX, and I've got Red Bull Factory KTM's Marvin Muskin on the phone. Marvin, how you doing, man? Yep, doing good. Just, uh, you know, getting back into uh, some serious uh, testing and training, you know, uh, and then focusing on the new, a new season. Yeah, I, I heard you were out testing today. How is it going? How's the bike? Have you made any improvements? Uh, yeah, it's it, it's good to have, uh, you know, people from... Uh, from Austria coming over and uh, and yeah they're basically trying new things uh, you know on the bike on the little bit of uh, you know like linkage or whatever front end or you know whatever they they, they, they have uh, you know in store I would say and uh, it's always uh, interesting to have different feel on the bike and uh, always looking forward to uh, new things and uh yeah, like I said, it's good to have uh, to have them here for for I would say like two weeks. So nice. very busy busy time of the the year. Yeah, have you noticed big improvements early so far in the testing? Um, yeah, I mean there's uh, I mean there's a bunch of stuff that they they had me wanted to uh, to try. So I just needed to you know to go through uh, through what they uh, they offer me and uh, you know. And then after that, I, I can pick uh, pick some things that I like, and then we keep, we'll keep working on suspensions uh, with the team uh, in the following weeks. Now, you mentioned linkages. Are there, are there any other things that you can tell us that you guys have changed to try to improve or anything that has definitely worked? <clears throat> um, yeah, obviously, there is also engine parts that, that, that we try, trying to you know have a different character of uh, the engine, uh, obviously horsepower or, 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 or that I don't, I don't need more or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. So there's, there's things like this that, that we try, but you know, there's a big difference between, you know, racing in America and racing in Europe, you know, in Europe they have, uh, um, they, they can do so much more because of the rules here in the U S obviously you, uh, you can't change things like, uh, um, like uh, the swing arm, for example, or like the frame, you, you know what I'm saying? So yes. with all the rules, so that, that's why I mentioned stuff like linkages or uh, triple clamps and, and obviously suspensions. That's the, the main thing right now. Good to hear. Now, I want to tell you congrats on the last couple months. Uh, Motocross of Nations, obviously, Team France, second on the podium. Total domination at Red Bull Straight Rhythm. I'm not going to make you get into all that again because I know you've done multiple interviews about that stuff. What I want to ask you is, I would assume as you get further in your career, knowing that you can still win maybe means a little bit more than when you were younger, like knowing that you still have it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, yeah, it's funny you say that because I was actually standing on the podium at straight rhythm and then, and I told myself, I was like, yep, yeah, like 32 <laughs> years old, almost 33 and standing on top of the podium. I know it's, it's, it's Red Bull straight rhythm. It's, you know, it's a different kind of event, but yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I, yeah, I caught myself, you know, saying that on the, on top of the podium. So yeah, obviously very cool. You know, uh, I've always say in any interviews that, um, until I feel I'm competitive, I want to keep racing. So yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to be, and especially I want to keep racing for KTM factory team, uh, you know what I'm saying? At a top level, uh, we'll see in the future, but like right now I want to be competitive because I'm part of, you know, such a big team, you know, I don't want to be out there and not represent the brand, uh, as much as I want to, I don't want to be, 
like out of the top 10, or for example, you know, yeah. I want to be fighting, you know, top five, top three. Uh, I mean, if I can get a win, that would be awesome uh, in Supercross. So yeah, that's why uh, that's why I want to keep going. Of course, and, and considering considering you still are a podium contender uh, this year alone, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think you had six podiums with a win at St. Louis. Yes. Uh, yes. So I want to ask you this, and feel free to not answer if you don't feel like it, but. With Thor not renewing your contract, was that a little bit of a disappointment knowing that you still are a guy that can win? Like, it seems <clears throat> unusual to me. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, uh, business side, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, they had maybe different priorities and, uh, you know, I'm not in their shoes, but yeah. Um, and maybe things have, have changed um, in their in their company, but yeah, at the same time, uh, yes, I was disappointed, but right now I'm in a very happy place and I, I have a great support from O'Neill, uh, from uh, Mark and Frank. Uh, they, they've been doing a, a fantastic job and obviously I'm very proud and happy for them that I give them a win at, at Red Bull Straight Rhythm um, for the first time in, in their gear. Um, like I said, the support has been unbelievable and they, they, they're pushing really hard. I, I got you know, all the gear set up uh, in a very short time. Um, so, yeah, it's obviously a great start um, with O'Neill and uh, looking forward to my second race. I mean, my next race will be Paris Supercross. Yep. And it's a very important event for me and definitely looking forward to, to represent O'Neill again. Yeah, great, great. That's Obviously, O'Neill's a great company, and I mean no disrespect to Thor. I was just curious on what your feelings were. Um Okay, you're on a Supercross-only program for uh, 23, and I was curious if mentally that makes the training, the grind, the day-to-day grind a little easier, knowing that you should have a little bit of a break come summertime. Uh, That's a good question, but at the same time, um, it's still a 17-round season, which Mm -hmm. is a, a, a very long season, I know. There is 12 more after for outdoors, but to to be able to race for 20 minutes uh, main event in Supercross, you still have to do a lot of training. So to train for you know for one or two races, you still have to put in a lot of work, and then and same for for 17. So um, at the end, I think my preparation for Supercross is exactly the same. If I would be racing outdoors, okay. Uh, uh, obviously, outdoors is right next after after the Supercross season. But at the end, it, it you know it doesn't change anything. Uh, but like you said, probably mentally it changed a little bit. Um, and then knowing last year, like knowing I had a Supercross contract only, definitely mentally, you know make me feel like okay you know after Salt Lake City then I'm I'm done like I'm, I won't be racing the next few months you know, yeah. right so that's why I, I that's why we, we we did talk about maybe trying I mean race uh outdoors on a 250 but at this point of the uh at this point I was like like mentally like I knew I had only super cross to do so I didn't feel like going into outdoors so definitely mentally uh, it makes a it makes a big difference. Okay, if an outdoor opportunity arose, would you consider it? Um, 
I mean, right now, I don't, I don't know because it's really far away. Sure. But like I just say, uh, knowing I have like 17 <laughs> rounds, like mentally, it really set you up. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's exactly what I felt when I when I got to Salt Lake City. Then uh, it kind of like not a relief, but like at like at the end of like Salt Lake City, the the last round, I was like. Yeah, like I did it, you know, and then <laughs> mentally I was kind of like tired after that. Sure. Um, so, yeah, to go out and then race again, especially 450, will be a, um, will be a lot uh, for me at this stage of my career. Um, maybe on 250, why not? But uh, definitely it's not my contract right now. Okay. Uh, you're training with David Villeman, and I'd like to know, and actually Michael Lindsay asked this question too, um, Maybe just what's the difference in training with David versus when you were with Alden? Maybe some things that like the listeners or readers would understand. What it is, what's better for your program working with David? Well, obviously the real relationship with David is uh, very easy and uh, and obviously we speak the same language. So yeah, definitely easy communication as well. Um I wanted something, yeah, different. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, Alvin's program is great. Um, I did it for seven years. Uh, we are, we are, you know, a bunch of riders that pretty much do the same program. So right now, it's I foc I mean, yeah, I'm more like focus on myself. You know, I I do the the bicycle on my own. Um, it is hard mentally, but it's also part of it uh, to be by myself. You know. So things things like this, I wanted to be to have DV out on the track to to work more on, on the riding itself. We're still doing a lot of laps, but we do work on on some technique, and I did learn uh, a few things with him. That's for sure. So that's exactly what I needed. So that's the biggest difference is uh, I'm not with a group of guy, and yeah. then I just follow what the other guys are doing. So that's the biggest uh, difference right now, and. Um, it's been it's been great at Alden's, but um, but yeah, to to I wanted to keep racing and uh, and change things up. And right now, the mindset is definitely uh, quite a bit different every, every day. I, I still put in a, a lot of work. I mean, I do still like a long bike rides, and it's it's difficult physically, and I'm still putting in a lot of work, and it's quite a bit different than than Alden, but um maybe the writing it's just a little bit less in the days of uh during the week yeah but i'm still you know writing a lot and uh, just different uh different program do you find it more difficult to get the intensity up when you're on the bike riding by yourself as opposed to having you know dungy or uh cooper webb or somebody right there you know battling with you yeah that's true i mean um definitely that's why that's why there is good things about yeah. being with a group and you, you, you push yourself. You just got to be careful sometimes not to get too caught up in this. And that's what happened to me some years uh, where I wouldn't, I would never wanted to get beat up practice, which <laughs> is a good thing, but it yes. could be a bad thing. Yeah. Cause if you do get beat, you st it wears on you a little bit mentally, right? You start going, why can't I get the next, why, why can't I beat this guy or whatever? Mm, yes but at the same time every single day it's very hard mentally yeah. always wanting to yeah wanting to be the best is a good thing but but it's hard to explain that 
yeah, at some point mentally it's um it's difficult. So that's why yes, the intensity DV really try to push me obviously on the track and uh, do really fast laps. But yes, it's it's different riding riding by yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely, I'm gonna try and like last year try to go to some public tracks and obviously at the KTM track you have some some other factory guys uh, sometimes out there so uh, you can kind of judge your speed but yeah it is different than Alvin's for sure have you or will you be spending time on the track with uh, Tom Vial or is it a different program yeah obviously different program but he's out here right now mm-hmm. in California so we see each other uh, sometimes um, at the track so but yeah he definitely has uh, yeah a different program than me but uh but it will always be good if we can, you know, share some things on the, out on the track and ride together. Yeah. Uh, just a few more things. I was curious if you still find maybe, or if you ever did find the enjoyment in the grind of training, like somebody like myself that there's no way I could ever be a professional racer. Cause I just would not enjoy that part of it, the diet, all that. But do you still find excitement in it or fulfillment in it? I mean, yes, there is always, um, the fact that uh, when 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 you have a long back ride and then you it's really hard mentally and then when you're done with it you're like dang when you look back and you're like that's what i did and Mm. you know i did it and always proud of myself for for doing it you know so and that's i mean that's part of it that's my job so I and I want to do it. I mean, right now, yeah, I could say I don't want to do it and I can stop uh, for (laughs) sure. Right, but yeah, I want to do it. And that's exactly what, you know, DV even last year. And then this year again, before we start doing the program, he says, Hey, what do you want? What do you want to do this year? Like, what's, what's your goal? I said, well, I want the same. My, my goal was the same as last year. I said, this year I want to be competitive again. So I'm, I'm ready to do a, a full program this winter. I'm, I'm ready to put in some work because I want to be competitive. Um, if not, I would not even ask DV for a program and I would just go out and ride and then, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? So, sure. and I need, I need to follow a program. You know, I, uh, I, I want, I want to know what I have to do and I want to accomplish that. You know, um, I'm not the type of guy, you know, there's probably some guys that said, Oh, I know what I have to do. No, um, it's not, I'm not a trainer, even though I follow multiple programs i'm not a i'm not a trainer so i need someone that has done it for many years and know what it takes mm-hmm. uh, to be ready for a one so that's why i follow dv's program okay uh what are a couple highlights from your career obviously i'd say the first win you know 250 championship but i want to know more like opportunities that you've gotten because of what you do whether it be travel places you've been to people you've met like i'd like to know a couple highlights that really stand out yeah that's a good question yeah like you said besides uh, winning races and stuff um i know i mean yeah, the first thing that come up to my mind is uh, as soon as I become uh, a professional racer when I was in in Europe, I mean France in Europe, uh, is obviously travel to different countries all that area. Um, that's what come up to my mind. Uh, becoming world champion in Brazil that mm. was uh, that was that was unique because I didn't have my family there or my close friends to celebrate, so that was strange. Um, the second year I did win the, the title over in Europe, it was in Holland. So I had my parents there and 
and my friends so that was cool um i mean highlights uh yeah racing racing paris supercross uh or oh, not even racing but we rode and we did like a demo like a demo ride on 85s mm-hmm. uh, like with the, with the top french 85 rider <laughs> okay. uh, that was back in 2005 and then we were throwing like hill clickers and stuff the crowd <laughs> was going wild and then and then a couple years later i become like king of paris you know like like a couple times like i i got it three times now it's just something that you dream of when you're a kid i used to go to paris supercross uh do the opening ceremony on my 65 and then I was able to race it on 125, on 250s and stuff like that. So that's some of the highlights for sure that, that I had. And then obviously dreaming of racing in America, Supercross, uh, Anaheim Stadiums, for example. And now <clears throat> in my living room, I have the gold trophy from Anaheim 1, you know, that I won on, on 450s. So those are definitely some highlights, having a yeah, championship uh, plate. Um Unfortunately, I only got one on the 250, but that's one that I got. So, yeah, and that's uh, one more than a yeah. lot of guys get. Yeah, so yeah, I came close to 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 winning a, mm-hmm. a 450 championship. That's that, that's for sure. But hey, um, we can always argue or look <laughs> back and and have some regrets. But at the end, I mean, it's yeah, it's so much. I mean, a lot more than uh, I expected or I dream of. So. Yeah, a lot Wonderful. of highlights for sure. Wonderful. Uh, what defines success to you? Because I don't feel like it's I, mean, I don't feel like it's necessarily winning championships. I feel I feel like for me when I when I think of you, it's how you present yourself as a human. Uh, you, your wife, the relationship that you guys portray. Uh, you know the way you treat other people. Also the the actual racing success. But I think it's a package. It's not just if you were just a jerk. And we're winning all the time. That to me, that's not so much successful. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, getting the respect from obviously American people because mm-hmm. because I, me and my wife, we 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 did move to America. We were twenty years old, so this is huge. And and having yeah, a lot of support, a lot of love from American people. Yeah, this is definitely, definitely winning. Um, yeah, I had definitely up and downs with the fans over, over the years, but I mean, it's, we learned, we learned a lot here in America from, from, yeah, from you guys because of the mentality is, uh, is a little bit different than, oh, than yeah. French. So, and that's why we like it over here. I mean, there is, yeah, always good and bad things here, but over, also over there in every country. So, um but yeah uh winning obviously uh, means a lot um uh, there's nothing better than crossing the line uh and seeing the the checker flag you know for for yourself so of course. yeah it means a lot okay two more questions and i want to stick on the family topic for a minute uh obviously your wife matilda has been a huge part of your program we've seen countless videos of her out there supporting you holding the the pit board and i love stuff like that i, I love that she's a yeah. part of it and it's positive and you're about to expand your family and i just kind of want to know like what that means to you and what maybe that how you see your future of racing maybe being a little different once the family expands yeah exactly i mean that was definitely uh our goal to 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 have a child but the seasons i mean the season just 
went by, you know, one after one. And, and you're like, you're like, man, I, I like, should we wait until I'm done racing and have a kid? And I'm like, well, but I'm, I, I keep racing. So <laughs> every single year. So I'm about to turn 33. My wife uh, as well. She's 33. So, and I'm like, wow, okay. We really wanted to have a, a kid anyway, but we didn't know really when. And, well, it, it's due, uh, you know, at the end of the year, right before the season. And we're going to do it, do it, you know, as a family. So I'm, I'm wow, definitely whew, ex uh, <laughs> excited about it. Really, really. And I know my wife is going to be uh, amazing. Yes. Um, and we want to we wanna travel to every single race uh, together. So, yeah, uh, definitely. We've been doing this for since we're together and uh this won't change uh with our child we we want to be together stick together um you know all the time so yeah that will be uh, next year a uh, first time racing uh season uh as a dad so looking forward to it uh, it's gonna make winning even better <laughs> <laughs> yeah or or winning or 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 doing good things yeah uh, of course you know uh so we'll see uh, last question. You mentioned Paris Supercross. That's a few weeks away. It's not far off. And if yes. if my passport gets here on time, I will make my first trip over there. So what oh, I cool. want to know is uh, what is one thing that I need to do while I'm in Paris, if I make it? Uh, well, there, you're definitely going to a nice city. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot, a lot to see. Uh, definitely you got to check out uh, the Eiffel Tower. That's um, that's for sure, uh, and there's so many restaurants in there. You gotta you gotta eat really good. That's, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, probably some yeah people like museum and stuff. I don't. I, all I <laughs> want is like have good food. So yeah, my um, I would I would say suggestion would be um, the, the the food and obviously uh, the, the race will be really nice. The stadium is cool. And uh, that's about it. It's easy to travel in the, around the city over there or with bikes or whatever or, or, or the subway. So, uh, yeah, you're yeah. going to enjoy it. I'm looking forward to it. I Like I said, my, my passport is due literally the week before. So we'll see. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be close. So right. anyway, well, Marvin, thank you, man. This is the first time I've actually got to interview you on the show. So I, I appreciate you having some time for us. And, yeah, hopefully I'll see you in a few weeks in uh, Paris. Yep, of course. Yeah, anytime. Uh, yep, thank you, and we'll see you soon. Okay, take care. Thank you. Thank you, bye-bye.